Hey guys, thanks for listening to this episode of Did I Did I Stutter? Did I Did I Stutter is now available anywhere you get your podcasts. We'll be releasing new episodes every Tuesday. Follow us on Instagram at D-I-D-I-S underscore podcast. Once again, thanks for listening, and I hope you enjoy our humor as much as we do. I saw something that someone posted. Of course, it's not like this for either of us, really. But um, it was thanks, thanks, Facebook memories, letting me know that five years ago I looked great, and now that I now I don't. <laughs> right. You know, I feel like both of us have just gotten better with age. <laughs> uh, I've stayed about the same. There's like this 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 curve that I just can't get over. Or, no, I don't necessarily mean specifically with weight. Not physically. I, I just well, yes, I do mean physically. I just mean in general, like. You look more like an adult, like you know when we well, used to you. have like the long hair and like, and yeah. and for a long time, dude, you could not grow a mustache to save your life. I'm really glad that, that it came in. Like I don't know what happened. It finally just sprouted. Yeah, it it finally. Yeah, <laughs> I had the, the Amish beard going on for a while there. Yeah, just the uh, the chin the chin curtain or whatever they call it. Yeah, yeah, chin curtain. Yeah, I don't I don't know. I mean, I, I've never necessarily. I don't I don't look back at like high school. And think, man, I miss that. Yeah. Like, there's just not many parts to it that I miss. Yeah. I mean, there are aspects, don't get me wrong. Like, I miss people sure, and yeah, I miss yeah. certain things about it. Um, <clears throat> but, I mean, I don't know. I just, I never was, when in high school, I was never thinking, God, this is the greatest days of our lives. Yeah. Like, I never thought that. Yeah. It's all downhill from here. Yeah. Like, there's a lot of people where it was like, that was the only fun they had, I guess. I don't know. Yeah. And that's fine. I mean, I get like if you if you really enjoyed school, that's fine. You're not. It's not like you shouldn't be allowed to enjoy that part of your life, right? Um, <clears throat> I enjoyed the friends, yeah, for sure. Yeah, I mean, like I miss I miss the group of people that we used to hang out with that we don't really get to hang out with. You know, Sean and Kyle and Jonathan and Toby and like all those guys. Yeah, and, for you sure. Know, Jeremy and you know that whole group. And but as far as like missing, really, I mean, like. Right. I love Nashville. I love my job. I love getting to tour around the world. I mean, when it's actually happening. Yeah, when the, the world hasn't not, stopped. Yeah. But I mean, where were you when the world stopped turning? Wasn't that a song, country I, song? I probably. I mean, it sounds like it. Oh, I think it's that. Oh, it's that nine eleven song. Never mind. <laughs> Maybe we should cut Jesus. that out. I know, man. I'm like, oh no, that was nine eleven. Never mind. That was a nine eleven song. That that's like. <laughs> it was like yeah, it was I'm a country sorry. song. But the... It's like I'm trying to think of another scenario where you can go. Oh wait, no, that was nine eleven. <laughs> like like <laughs> there was something else. It's like, it's like you remember that time where we got like the rest of the school day off and like everybody's just watching. Oh wait, no, that was nine eleven. Oh no, sorry, that was nine eleven. Yeah. Jeez, <laughs> that's terrible. Is it still? Is it hashtag too soon still to to make? Well, I mean, making jokes at nine eleven for sure. Yeah, oh, yeah. I mean, but, I'm not, I mean, I'm just, just about, about the situation surrounding it, like that yeah. one. No, I mean that. I don't think that was okay. a big deal, unless somebody's just like hypersensitive to it. 
Well, there's a lot of hypersensitivity going on. Well, yeah, I don't. I'm not saying. I'm just saying, like. I mean, maybe. I don't know. <laughs> you right? Don't mind me. <laughs> For those just had a burger. Had to unbuckle the old. <laughs> it just leans back and unbutts his pants. These are tight shorts to begin with. Okay. okay. I, I mean, I never, I, I, I'm not judging you either. I, I kind of regretted walking out of the house without some, just some gym shorts or something. <laughs> <laughs> just ate a burger, man. Had some bacon I, on I, it. I, I'm, not, I'm not saying anything. Um... Yeah. So anyway, now now it's the I fattest could, thing I've done on this podcast. I don't know about that. What you brought out a taco in the first one? <laughs> okay, but I was really hungry. That that has nothing to do with how fat I just got enough work. I know. I'm just saying, like you just randomly pulled like a, it, it. You didn't do this, but it seemed like you pulled the taco out of your pocket. Like, <laughs> um, Paco, pocket taco, pocket taco. You from Mattel. <laughs> Mattel. It's a fa- it's a plastic one. <laughs> it's like a game. <laughs> Pocket taco. Um, that sounds like yeah. <laughs> yeah. You know, the more and more we say it, now it's kind of <laughs> sounds a little more sexual than I think we uh, yeah, we were to. We weren't intending that. We're literally just talking about food in our pockets, like. <laughs> Uh, yeah, oh. <laughs> the exact same realization at the exact yeah, time. Yeah, yeah, we both kind of were like, "Wait a minute!" <laughs> hey, uh... <laughs> now, now I kind of want to like go out into the world and be like, "Yeah, man, you remember that time?" Oh wait, no, I'm sorry, that was nine eleven, and just see what people start to say. <laughs> like, I don't like, I, like that's one like, of those. What were things... you thinking first? <laughs> <laughs> what memory brought that on? And just see how people react to that. Because there's going to be some people that are super offended, probably. And then there's going to be some that are like, like probably think it's funny, but like also be really confused. I, I don't know. I, don't, I have no idea what, how people would react to that. Right. That don't, like, there's some people. Our generation and older, yeah, at least. Yeah. I mean, like, there's some people that I know for a fact that would find it funny just because I know they have the same sense of humor. Right, yeah. At least in the right context, it, with 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 a with a tad, tad bit of class there, it would have I mean, to be like, the right know. person for sure. Like you couldn't just say that. Like mostly right? our just just our group of friends, really. Like, yeah, just us. Like, that's it. <laughs> it's about the only one. It's about the only way you can get away with it, I think. Yeah. Well, welcome to this episode. Another episode of Did I Did I Stutter? Hello. Hope. I- <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying. Hello, to, I, I'm trying to think. You know, I'm trying to come up with something that I could do. Right, right. You know, it's like maybe <laughs> since I sign off a different way every time, you sign on a different way. Every oh, there time. we go. Yeah, there you go. G'day. Hello, hello, <laughs> hello, hello. <laughs> anyway, uh, yeah. So this is another episode um, of Did I Did I Stutter? And um, I guess we shall st- go into headlines. Now, kick it over to Wacky Adam. <laughs> He's in the news, Chopper. <laughs> hey, it's, it's windy up here. <laughs> I forgot what I saw that on. <laughs> I'm pretty sure that was on an episode of... Um, whose line is it anyway? Was it? Yeah. It may have been. <laughs> Oh my gosh! Yeah, because it it was one where they were doing props, and it and it was like a big bowl, 
and they sat it down. And, he, and they uh, they sat it down. They pretended, hi, over here, Wembley Stadium. <laughs> and then one of them was sitting there going, I like that or something like that. That's funny. Um, that's yeah. what they were doing something like Because it was uh, Wayne Brady, because Wayne can do the sound oh, yeah. effects a lot better. Okay, Adam, do you have one? Found a couple. Um, I don't know if I've read this one before, but it made me laugh. Well, we're going to see. State prisons to replace easy open locks. it's about time you're telling me they were they were easy open (laughs) since when like i think i think they misunderstood what prison was for (laughs) and how about the prisoners who were like too dumb to realize this or sitting there so like oh damn they're sitting there this has been unlocked the whole time this has been an easy open lock (laughs) come on (laughs) yeah i think uh prisoners that actually this is uh something that i learned from tv years ago but like once you've been inside prison for a long time and you like you get into this routine of every door you step in front of you don't open it right. someone else does so like prisoners have been in jail for five years or something like that they get out and they start they walk they'll walk up to a door and hesitate before opening it because they haven't opened uh, the door yeah. in five years like a muscle memory kind of thing yeah like they'll just stand there wait and then like, like oh, shake yeah. it off and then like go through the door <laughs> and uh i saw that on monk one time Really? Yeah, I, I loved Monk. I loved that show, so it was always really good. Tony Shaloub. Tony Shaloub. That was a pretty good show. Yeah. Good show. So they're gonna they're gonna replace the easy open locks. <laughs> Finally. Yeah. Bad time. Yeah. Bad time. Taxpayers everywhere rejoice. <laughs> it's like uh, it's like they replace them with moderate difficulty locks. <laughs> <laughs> it's like they don't even like just okay. That's not that much. Um. Okay. Well, I got one here. Um. Man steals massive dildo from sex shop, and he's still at large. <laughs> still at large. Yeah. <laughs> that was a deliberate headline, I think. I think so. Still at large. Um, That's funny. But, like, I went to the story. Okay. <laughs> Here's the underlining time, or the, the briefing. The masked thief made off with, quote, unquote, Moby. From the Deja Vu Love Boutique Moby. in Las Vegas. Oh my gosh. Apparently it was Moby. I like how they're really going into detail about it. <laughs> the... Brought went into the <laughs> a mass thief was still at large after he casually exited a Las Vegas adult store in broad daylight with a three foot forty pound dildo Good hoisted Lord. onto his shoulder. Three foot. It has th- security footage. Three feet and then four. 40 pounds? Dude. Okay, I'm gonna I'm gonna do a screenshot. I was about to say you better share that. I'll do I'll do this for the uh for the gram. For the for the Instagram. I'll I'll do a screen grab <clears throat> of the uh of the incident. That is <laughs> that number and weight is like almost it's it's almost unbelievable. Like, okay. It retails for for twelve hundred and fifty dollars. First of all, who's going to buy this and actually use it? I, Unless I, you're like a surely, buffalo. Sh- surely it's more of a... Unless you're like an elephant. You know what I mean? Like, what are you going to... Where are you going to put that? You know what I mean? It says, it's not going anywhere without killing you. It says, uh, reported the man stuffed the stolen phallus into his car and made a quote-unquote clean getaway. <laughs> a clean I don't know getaway. why they put it in the quotes. <laughs> <laughs> I 
I'm I'm really curious as to what he's planning on doing with it now. Is he gonna like throw I mean, it off the side of a freeway to hit a car? Like, I mean, you know, he's, like, he's obviously just gonna leave it in his house, and it's gonna be a conversational piece, it's just like a decoration like, piece in his house. That is all it can be at this point. <laughs> well, Bill, I can't help but notice you have a new uh, new decoration over there on the piano. What is that? Oh, it's a giant cock, Bill. <laughs> <laughs> now shut up and go make me a margarita. <laughs> I may have said Bill twice. I may have been Bill may have been talking to Bill. I mean, that's fine. It doesn't. It, there are there are more than one Bill in the world. One's know. William and one's Billiam. <laughs> That's what I always. Okay. I was gonna say Billy. I was confused as a child because Bill and Bill. It's it's short for William. William yeah, I've never understood that. I'm. Sh- I don't know where it comes from. Then what would I was like? So then, what is Will short for? Obviously, Billiam. Billy. Like that's what that that's what right, yeah, that's, yeah, that yeah. was my my thought process. Like I always, I always was wondering because like Richard. You know, short for that is is Dick. either Dick or yeah. Richard, or, or Rich rather, Ricky, Ricky, yeah. Rick. But it's like, what? Where? Where does all that like? I mean, where, yeah, where did Dick come from? No one's that? gonna shorten Benjamin into Marty. Like right. you know, it's. I mean, it's not exactly the same thing, obviously, but still, like, kind of. There, there was one time at when I was working at the place I worked, <laughs> uh, at the phone store, and um, this guy he was notorious. He was always a douchebag when he came in. And his name was Richard, and he was like a Vietnam War vet and all this kind of stuff, or maybe World War II. I can't remember. Um, anyway, he would always just cause trouble, cause the scene and stuff like that. So one day I was dealing with him, and he always went by Richard. But I was like, okay, Dick. And I called him Dick for like five minutes. And he was like, my name's Richard. He finally said it. <laughs> he finally called him. I was him. like, oh, sorry about that. Sorry about that, Dick. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but you, then you just start saying, yeah, Dick. Yeah. Say, sorry about that, you dick. You dick. <laughs> I'm like, I'm sorry, Richard, you dick. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, man. I got another headline here. All right. Uh, army vehicle disappears. And below that, it says, an Australian army vehicle worth $74,000 has gone missing after being painted with camouflage. <laughs> well, did a great job. <laughs> yeah. That guy that guy that did the job, they're like, we can't fire you. Right. That's what we asked you like to you do. Did, but like, like could, do you remember where it was last? Like, do you remember <laughs> yeah. where you painted? Because fantastic job, Brent, but where the hell is it? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Seventy four thousand dollars is coming out of your paycheck if we can't find it. <laughs> you did you did too good of a job. Regardless of how good of a job okay. you've done. It, it, it the thing is is you did a great job so we're not real sure if we should promote you or fire you <laughs> at this point it's almost going to be both at this point <laughs> we're, we're going to promote you to a position to where you don't get to do anything yeah. like it's one of the, you know it's like a quote unquote promotion we're we're going to promote you and then demote you right back to the position you're in now <laughs> but it's all going to be on your record <laughs> here's something uh scottish lawmaker goes viral after his cat photo bombs zoom meeting nice i love those videos they're those so the, funny but it's like just the tail <laughs> like just sticking up like it's, po- in, it's oh, just it, like walking past it's possible i've seen that video that sounds familiar it, it says i apologize for my cat's tail <laughs> scottish parliamentarian john nicholson told his fellow politicians uh, yeah it's pretty uh, oh my gosh they're using they're using phrases like perfect with a p URR of course in this article cat puns <laughs> is apparently his name his cat's name is Rojo Rojo yeah that's a good one uh isn't that red in Spanish I believe uh yeah mm-hmm. no and, yeah 
No, no, that's Rioho, maybe. No, yeah, Rojo. Rojo? Okay. I can't remember. No, exactly. wait. Yes. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I was uh, wondering how many I could get away with. <laughs> before I'm like, dude. <laughs> um... Anyway, he just says, Rojo, put your tail down, please. Like that's, he's talking to his cat like it's a person. Right. That's that's one weird thing about humans is that that's it's a psychological thing. Because I do that to almost every dog, every cat I've, I've ever met. So that dude's Insta and like Twitter and all that stuff goes like completely viral. So now he's po- like constantly posting things about his cat. <laughs> it's, he posted something on Twitter. It's, for all Rojo's new fans... Thousands across the world, it appears. You've seen the tail. Here's the face. <laughs> oh my gosh! You've seen the tail. Here's the face. <laughs> that guy knows how to cash in on that on the marketing. Yeah, he just took a picture of his cat's face. Pretty cute and, looking cat, though. I, I mean, mean yeah, yeah, it's a nice looking cat. I like cats. Yeah. Uh, here's a pretty funny one. Okay. Um, woman catches Amazon driver um, mid squat taking a crap in her garden. This happened in the UK. Wait, so... She's like, that's the, not the package I ordered. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's, a, it's supposed it's to be silverware. <laughs> you, just, you just hear the driver go, free shipping. It's going to leave it right here. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> uh, man. <laughs> you ordered from Prime, did you? <laughs> <laughs> Prime delivery. <laughs> this one's just weird man finds caterpillars in supermarket broccoli and raises them as his own <laughs> so he didn't like immediately like take it back and like yo why is this stuff in my broccoli he was just like new friends <laughs> apparently he's a british media personality sam i'm sorry sam darliston ah so he couldn't really afford to <laughs> to take it back and cause the scene I mean, I, he could just throw the broccoli out. It's just broccoli. Like, bro- oh, broccoli's broccoli. not like ninety dollars a pound. Yeah, but <laughs> or a ninety pounds a pound. This is gold. Ninety. It'd be ninety pounds a. What? 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 what what's uh? We'll wait while you work it out. I can't remember what the the measurement for uh, weight is in the in, UK. I don't know. Like, <laughs> you mean pounds? Well, no. So, like, first of all, most of the world uses. Um, Kilo. the metric system yeah like kilograms and, right yeah. but I can't rem- but see Britain has always been different because they used to use stones and yeah like 16 uh, stone like, yeah that's I, like but I think that's an old school way of doing it I don't think it's yeah I think they I guess they probably use a metric system now like fully because yeah. the times I've been there I've heard people reference like stones yeah. and stuff like that and I'm like 10 stone I was like I don't even know the metric system guy well, I'm see, American where the hell are these rocks at you're talking I about I only know English and a, me- and a and a system of measurement that no one else uses <laughs> conform to my needs yeah you guys have McDonald's now right might as well just like <laughs> accept it okay <laughs> Yeah, because uh, uh, that brings up another thing. Like a quarter pounder in in the UK is not a quarter pounder. You know what I mean? Like yeah, it's a royale. Is it a royale? So yeah, I actually took a picture of it when I was in France. Royale with cheese. Because um, I could like it actually says quarter pounder. It, see that's Cola the thing. Panda. It says quarter pounder in the UK, or yeah. at least one of the ones I went to. I think. Give me a cold pounder. But I remember being in France and walking into a McDonald's just to get some water one day when we were out walking. And uh, is it free over there too? Uh, 
you know, for a long time, it was not. Probably like a 10 cents or something. Interesting story. 10 pence. There was an American it. back, I honestly don't know how long ago, I want to say early 1900s, that went over to Paris and realized there were no water fountains everywhere. You had to pay for water everywhere. So he, and he was like a millionaire, a billionaire or something. And so he donated a bunch of money to the city of Paris on the one, the one thing they could spend it on is so there could be free water all over the city, water fountains put all over Paris. That's awesome. And so I was like, yeah, yeah, America. <laughs> and my, the French guy that was hanging out was that day showing us around. He was just like, yeah, the one thing, Ben. Right. The one thing. <laughs> yeah. Congratulations on the one thing. Yeah. It's like we talk about freedom and all the different rules and the and the way that our government's set up. That's all based pretty much on France, France yeah. for the most part. And it's like, it's just so funny to, and he's like, you realize everything else though, everything else, no. <laughs> right. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but anyway, so I walked into the McDonald's and um, and then just I, I looked up to see if it was the Royale with cheese and it was. I was like, yes, yes. So I mean, if it was with cheese, if it was just a regular <clears throat> corner pounder, it right. wasn't. But say yeah. what again? Right. <laughs> yeah. Royale so with so I uh, I took a photo of it and sent it to to a few people because I was like, told ya. That's awesome. Movies teach you about life, right? Well, wasn't he in like Amsterdam or something though? When he wouldn't in, in the Riding the car, like, weren't when you talking about being in Amsterdam? Um, yeah, probably, but it's because it's the metric system, though. Oh, I got you. It's because I they use the metric yeah. system. So anywhere they use a metric system, they don't use quarter pounder. Europe. Although I bet, I bet Canada probably does. I'm pretty they sure Canada's it. on the metric system. They are on the metric like, system, but because of it being in North America, I bet it says quarter pounder because of how many Americans go to. That. I've never actually looked in. Once again, I don't go to fast food places that much, especially on McDonald's. Right. So like, I didn't. I've never walked in and checked. I never thought about it when I've been in Canada. Right. Um, well. Uh, anyway. I got another little article. It's kind of it's pretty funny, actually. It's a good idea. Oh, okay. Uh, to kind of take revenge on, like, your, your enemy or something. Okay. Uh, ex-boyfriend takes bizarre revenge asking people to pretend to be Chewbacca. So basically what he did, he went around posting flyers that said, like, uh, Chewbacca Roar Contest. And he listed, like, a phone number on there. And was like, call this number and just immediately give your best Chewbacca impression. And so it was apparently it was like it was his ex girlfriend's number. And so people just kept calling her and like just being like, <laughs> like all day. That's actually pretty great. Here, here's the headline: uh, Florida woman sues for paternity test on goats. What? I'm assuming it's not like her. As a parent. Right. Okay, the goat's owner seeks the DNA for five goats. It gives the names. Bella, Gigi, Rosie, Zelda, and Margot. Mar- Margot? Yeah. Instead of Margaret. <laughs> well, now, if I, I, I don't want to step on your toes here, but that may be... Is it Margot? It's M-A-R-G-O-A-T. Oh, okay, no. Yeah, Margot. You got it. Yeah. <laughs> Margot. That's Margot. Margoet. That's a pretty good name for a goat, though. Yeah. Margo, Margoat. That's good. I like that. Um, I actually tell people all the time about the ducks that you and Jess had that time. Yeah. Cheese, Cheese and quackers. quackers. Yeah. That was so great. When you told me, I just, I think I laughed and looked at you like, dude, really? Well, you know, wasn't my idea. <laughs> yeah, but you were pretty proud of it. Oh, well, because I think I, I helped come up with the name, so that's why I was proud. Yeah, yeah. Uh, anyway. They shat everywhere, though. <laughs> Dang ducks. Right. Uh, anyway, the goat's owner seeks the DNA for five goats, Bella Gigi, 
Rosie, Zelda, and Margot, because she believes they could be registered with the American Dairy Goat Association and therefore are worth more. Of course that's a thing. The American Dairy Goat Association. Um, and they could be worth a lot of money. That's what, that's what they're arguing about. Yeah. Uh, says um, Chris Hedstrom filed the suit against her neighbor, Heather Daner, last month seeking DNA for the goats she purchased. Hedstrom paid Daner 900 for five Nigerian dwarf goats. <laughs> <laughs> the fact that that even exists. Nigerian dwarf goats. Yeah. That sounds like a, a metal band. <laughs> <laughs> Are you guys ready for Nigerian dwarf goat? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like that. Instead of screaming, they do the goat, the goat noises. <laughs> Oh, man. The, this one's called Who's My Parents? <laughs> the DNA yeah. test. Uh, so, I mean, did that like, go on Maury and all that? It doesn't say. Um, let's see. Let me, let me In the it. case of Bella the Goat. <laughs> uh, let's see. Um, registered goats have higher values than unregistered goats, so she sued to see if she could get them. Blah, 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 blah. People sue over the wackiest things. Yeah, seriously. She said the father goat was registered, but the Tampa Bay Times. Obviously, this is in Florida now. That of course, it's in Florida. <laughs> yes. It doesn't every, say that. Every it week. It doesn't say it is, but who, who goes to the Tampa Bay Times? Right. Every <laughs> week, something comes out about something new about Florida. I love it. Um, I don't know. It, basically, her application or her, her suit was dismissed was and all that kind of stuff. <laughs> Judge is like, lady, really? Get the hell out of here. <laughs> Get out of my court. Uh, Did you actually bring the sperm into the court? Get out of here. <laughs> Why do you have goat sperm? <laughs> Ma'am, this is creamer. Oh, crap. <laughs> oh, it's, like, it's, like, it's like, ma'am, this is just a cup of creamer for like coffee. Like, what did I put in my coffee? <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> Anyway, uh, <laughs> um, oh, very funny. Ooh, all right. Okay, guys. Uh, moving on to in other news. Extra, extra, read all about it. Um, Adam, do you have the conclusion of the previous story that you read last week? Oh uh, yes. Uh, so it seems like after all that, that the in kind of a backdoor scenario, mm -hmm. the owner of the other gym had bribed. The owner of this gym, because it was like a land development the, deal. Oh, the, so the, the original so the one owner. that was trying to stop the small gym owner from yeah. succeeding bribed the young one. Bribed uh, him. Okay. Right? To, to, to lose the tournament. So okay. So they could you know, win the tournament. He, he bribed him with $50,000, right? The yeah. exact kind of money he needed. But the owner, in a little twist, actually right. took the money, because they were in Vegas, right? bet on himself and his team, yeah. and they won. Uh, right? What, so what? How they much won did the he tournament. Win? How much it was did like he win? God, like a, what, what, a little over like ten million. I think it was, I think it was five million. Oh, I, oh, I think okay, I, like, yeah, I remember now. It was five like million. 10 million. Yeah, I read. Shoo. And he ends up buying the, the other, other guy, the other owner. Oh gym. my gosh! Yep, took over his whole uh, his I, whole empire. I do remember this because I do remember. I don't remember in what capacity, but Chuck Norris was involved. He was. It was. It was in litigation. It was. You it's know, a whole thing. Was, yeah, yeah, we probably can't talk about a lot of, or, or a lot of the details are probably yes unclear. Um. Well, that's good to know. Yes. Good to know that I had a conclusion that was in, in, in someone's ending. favor. Yeah. 
Car- a karmatic, if that's a word. Uh, sure. Karma was involved. Yeah, I guess so. <laughs> it's not. It's not a manual karma. Yeah. It was an automatic. It was karma. Car- yeah. It's karmatic. karmatic. <laughs> um. Okay. Well. Uh. In this week's um segment of in other news, uh, there. Not sure if you heard. There's a it was a a situation going on at a skyscraper in L.A. Oh. Um, the details are real foggy, but there seems to be somebody in on the inside. He's a cop. Mm. And best they can tell is that he's from New York. Uh, they're not a releasing cop in L.A. Yeah, they they haven't released any other details. They're not sure why he was there, but he and they're not real sure about it's the like a hostage situation. Like, well, yeah. So so basically, it seems as though there's been terrorists that have taken over this building. Oh shit! And they're trying to work it out. Um, but uh, and then they're communicating with this one cop that's from. New York. They haven't released his name or or even why he was there. Huh. He basically. They said that he at one point he said it was an accident that he was there. So it seems as though he stumbled into a situation that he's trying to help with. Uh, said that there's been some people been killed. Um, he's trying to learn more about the whole situation. Do we know what kind of terrorists? They like they don't talk from? much about it. No, they they the one that they have spoken to very very briefly. He demanded. A bunch of people be released from all over the world, like uh, in prisons. In prisons, oh. like terrorists all over the world oh. that have oh, been okay. imprisoned. Well, that's uh, and he seemed to have um, a bit of a maybe a German accent. Um, but other than like, so it's unfolding. Mm-hmm. Um, it seems as though the FBI has been called. Wow. Um, but we'll, I guess we'll we'll find out more as the story unfolds. Wow, harrowing story. Yeah, um, the guy that called it in. So so apparently it was called in via a nine one one. They thought it was a prank call, and then they asked uh, a local cop that was on his way home to do a drive by. He stops off, and as he's leaving, a body hit his car. Whoa! And he takes off. He gets shot at. All this kind of stuff. Uh, and then he's been apparently the one that's been in contact Man. with the. Um, the guy on the inside, but see, that's the thing. They're still not sure if this guy's even legit. They they say he may be, you know, part of the terrorist group, playing around with them or whatever. But they they're like I said, they don't know much more, and it is unfolding as we speak. So. Wow, a lot of crazy details. Yeah. Um. But anyway, so. Well, okay. We'll we'll, we'll give an update to that story's conclusion if we have one next week. Let's hope that goes well. I hope so. <laughs> All right, moving on to best friend of the week. Adam, doth you have a best friend choice? You know, believe it or not, I came ill-prepared again. What? So I'm going to have to try to... You. I know, right? It's unheard of. Um, It's weird. You know what? Mm Mm-hmm. I'm going to go with um, Robert Downey Jr. as my live. That's a good one, actually. I, I I didn't even have him written down. Right? Of course, because he's Iron Man, and because he's Sherlock, right? Well, because he portrayed Sherlock, Sherlock, and but, he was in the movie um, U.S. Marshals. He was in U.S. Marshals. That's he a really him, good movie. Got himself out of those handcuffs with that uh, the, the side sunglasses, of the glasses, right? Yeah, awesome, cool move, yeah. awesome movie. 
I didn't know for the longest time. Again, side note, we you know we do this. Mm-hmm. Uh, that I didn't know that the, that was a follow up to the Fugitive. Really? Yeah, U.S. Yeah. Marshals. I mean, because I'd never seen the Fugitive. I'd only seen ever oh, seen U.S. Marshals. Okay. Yeah. Until I watched the Fugitive, I was like, wait, it's, it's a loosely it's the same based name. Like, because the original movie was. But they have some more... of the same team. Oh, it's it's the it's exact like the same, same team. team yeah. yeah. It's it's definitely a, a sequel. Right. Um, but the idea behind it was that they didn't have a, a follow up of because it was. It was apparently, um, you know, because the original movie was focused on Harrison Ford being framed for the murder of his wife. I didn't kill my wife. Yeah. Yeah. It's like, I don't care. I don't care. Yeah. Yeah. Really bad impressions. No, no, it was another thing from Brooklyn Nine-Nine that popped in my head. Oh. Because like, (laughs) of course. I'm sorry. I've just recently been watching it. Uh, I'm always been, I'm always always recently watching it. But like, (laughs) but uh, anyway, there was a fugitive loose in New York and. He comes out into the bullpen. And says, oh yeah! And he goes, I, "We've got a fugitive lost guy." And then he gets up there and gives the speech that Tommy Lee Jones gives. Outhouses. And, and he go, and then he goes, "I didn't kill my wife." And then he looks at Holt and he goes, "You're supposed to say I don't care." And Holt goes, "I don't care. I don't care." <laughs> like, but like, like legitimately saying that he doesn't care. Anyway. Uh, anyway, so funny. Anyway, so, but um, yeah, Robert Downey Jr. Yeah. Just because I mean, he, I know he kind of came across as like a dick in Hollywood for a while because of yeah, the drugs. He was a like bad that. boy. But at the same time, Ish. now I think we could probably get along. He just seems like a cool guy. Like, I mean, he, they, he seems humbled. Yeah, know? yeah. I mean, he went to jail. His career was ruined, and it got resurrected from some, a couple little small things that never did any good. Mel Gibson actually had a big part in him. Kind really? Of, yeah, I didn't know that. Yeah, they were, because they were kind of friends. There's a really cool thing. He, he gives a speech about Mel Gibson because Mel Gibson got in trouble too. I'll give you the video for that. It's really cool. But I know. Anyway. I know the thing about Mel Gibson for the most part. Yeah. Uh, but anyway, and so then one of the first things he, one of the first bigger things he got was Iron Man, I believe. That was kind of like his. I mean, it was it was the it was his introduction back in from like indie and cheap movies, basically. As, yeah, as a big name character, yeah, yeah, for yeah. sure. Yeah, and, and they actually, could not have picked he a was person. he didn't, but he but they didn't give him like anything for the first movie, right? Like Terrence Howard made more than him in the first movie. I'm, I'm sure Terrence Howard was a big name at that point. Well, yeah, and the reason that he didn't come back is because they boosted Tommy Lee uh, or. Uh, Robert Downey Jr.'s yeah. uh, salary right. and only gave him a small bump. And they he said, I, I'm, if I'm going to be in the second one, I need to make more than him. I love, and they were like, yeah, no. I love Terrence Howard, but do Don too. Cheadle is a better war machine. You know, this is funny. I actually had this conversation yesterday with somebody. So because of Ter- like Terrence Howard... When He's a better roadie. The fact that they switched and Don Cheadle was in the second one. <clears throat> so that, yeah, so this is the way that I see it. As... War Machine. Once he starts wearing the suit, mm-hmm. Don Cheadle's better. Right. Like that character is better. Yes. But I thought Terrence Howard did a great job as Rhodey before he was ever anything more. Yeah, oh yeah, I'll you give know? you that for sure. And I hate that they switched characters, but now I can't picture that part as Terrence Howard still. Like it's, I just, it's, it's, it'd be hard. It's to unusual. See him. Yeah, like to see him doing all the stuff that like Don Cheadle's done as Rhodey. Right. I can't picture that. Yeah. But I th- I think that it was a it was a great move as far oh, as yeah. characters why I think it worked yeah it did definitely did but um yeah Robert Downey Jr. only made like five hundred thousand from the first movie like wow. that's all he made from the first time I think he had residuals like stuff on the back end still more money than I've ever ever made in my life but well yeah but for Hollywood right for a movie like that that's not that 
Well, they yeah. didn't really know what it was going to be at that point. I know. Yeah, I mean, they they weren't sure like if it was the, even going to succeed. Yeah. That was like the first movie in the MCU. Like that I was mean, it. there were a few before it that kind of get the get the ball rolling, but that was the yeah, biggest. They were the Hulk movies, and they were well, really, uh, you know. There was, you know, yes, the Hulk movies, and then there was like Howard the Duck back in the 80s and all this kind of, and then like, <laughs> I don't remember if Blade is Marvel. Is Blade Marvel? Blade's Marvel, right? Um, yeah. So, are you sure? I thought that, are they Marvel or are they DC? They may, I'm, I'm I, sure I don't right. remember specifically. I'm sure anyway, right. regardless. I don't know much about Blade. I, I'm pretty sure it's Marvel because they talked about it being in the same realm as... Um, when They had talked about making it... No, no, they talked about making it a TV show on Netflix oh, okay. before the acquisition happened of all the different other things. That's what I would watch. Yeah. And see, they made a TV show of Blade. Like, it did like a half a season or one season. It was really? on sci-fi years ago. Oh. It was right yeah. after the movies. Oh, okay. And anyway, they actually talked about how I read an article one time about how Blade was really the thing that sparked comic book movies. The difference was is Blade yeah. never claimed to be a comic book like all the other ones did. Right. It I would, had no idea would, at the time it was based. I on didn't either. Graphic I didn't either. Or a comic book. Yeah, I'm, I was. I didn't really read comics much. I watched all the cartoons. I still and don't. Stuff. Yeah. <laughs> so anyway, um, yeah, he only made like five hundred thousand from that. Wow. And, but then it sparked the the last twenty two movies or whatever it was right. that, that eventually led to the most recent one, Endgame. Yes. I can't wait till Black Widow comes out. I know that's this gonna is be a sidetrack, but sorry, yeah, that's going to be a good one. Yeah, for I'm, sure. I'm really excited about it. Yeah. Um, Go ahead, your live one. Okay, my live one is um, last week. I said Andy Samberg. I'm going to go ahead and say Bill Hader. Andy Samberg. Andy Samberg. <laughs> um, I think that I could get along with Bill Hader. He oh, seems yes. like the kind of guy. And I'm really mad that you took you chose that one because I, I did have that in the back of my head. I should have chosen maybe today, but I love Bill Hader. Right, I've so thought funny. I've thought he's so like he has. And he seems uh, super humble. Team. Have you seen Barry? I've seen like the first half of the season of Barry. I didn't. Oh, I, I, I dropped HBO. I didn't finish it. Right, right, right. So I, I had watched like two episodes once, and I couldn't get into it at that particular moment. But then I went back and watched it like during all this uh, pandemic stuff. It's when a I've very had dark before. comedy. It is, but it's real good. Like he does a great job, and Henry Winkler. Henry Winkler, is so yeah. funny. Oh my gosh. <laughs> Uh, well, just I, the whole show. It, it ended up being real good, and and it's yeah. like it's such a different side of Bill Hader that I've not seen before. <laughs> he plays like a serial killer, but um, well, no, like, he's a well, he's a, a contract man. killer. Yeah, he's like a contract killer yeah, hitman. Hit yeah. yeah, and he's apparently <laughs> real good at it. And then he joins like a uh, yeah an acting Bobby. class. Yeah, body <laughs> the guy that's bald that um, he plays like the enemy, but he's also kind of his friend. Oh yeah, you know what I'm talking about? anyway. And yeah, that guy. I mean that whole show was just great, and then of course all the other stuff. You met Hot Rod, and yes, uh, he was in Superbad as the cop. Yes, and uh, the Californians on SNL, my favorite oh, sketch oh, yeah. of all time. Of course, time. all the SNL stuff. And what's the dude that uh, is always the interview, and he's like, and he covers his mouth. Oh, Stefan. Stefan, yeah, yeah. yeah. Stefan, oh, um, dude, so funny. That yeah, he's just he he was on he was in, the reason I say that is because he was in Andy Samberg. And he's one of the best impressionists like I've ever. Oh, heard. he's so good. Yeah, very he's funny. very funny. Uh, I wouldn't say the best impressionist, but he's very good at it. Um, and then, like, he's been in all these, like, is it the Judd Apatow that does, like, uh, the Superbad? Yeah, and the, and the, the Judd Apatow. What was the one where he, uh, it was Seth Rogen and he got the girl pregnant? Knocked up. Knocked up. Yeah. Like, all, and all those, yeah. Mm-hmm. And those were so... Forgetting Sarah Marshall. Forget, yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know that he was in that one. He though. was. Mm-hmm. What, he was? He played, like, um, Steve, or Steven Seagal. He played. <laughs> oh, he was in the he was in the studio with uh with Jason Siegel, right? No, no, he played Jason Siegel's uh, stepbrother. He played like his. Oh, that's right. He went to the club with and him. And he was like on like, the car. Yeah, he, he was, was in the background. Yeah, yeah. 
Liz Lyon, yeah, 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 super funny. Yeah, 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 that's right. Yeah, I mean, he his his humor is just so good, and he and he's been on a couple episodes of uh, Brooklyn Nine Nine, um, and then, or maybe just one, at least one, maybe two, um, but yeah, he's just he's just a very good comedian, and <clears throat> he like a lot of other people, they say he's you know very down to earth and so right. very fun, uh, but he's also very. They say he is actually really serious about comedy like oh yeah they'll be sitting there and he'll be he'll be and, oh and also he's on the uh writers team south for park. south park yeah yep. but see he's like like so when he's actually sitting there reciting jokes that most people will read it and be like man that's funny like he doesn't break it like he'll just he'll laugh sometimes when he's coming up with it begin with but past the first time apparently he'll read it and then just like not even crack a smile because oh, wow. to him he already knows what it is so it's not that funny to him yeah. but he'll make he'll deliver it perfectly because at that point he's working on making sure everyone else gets the humor like he right. thought it you know yeah so he uh, he helped write the uh the fish sticks joke in south park which one? The, oh the fish yeah, sticks the, the oh, fish yeah, sticks yeah, like yeah. the greatest joke when everybody started using it and stuff yeah he yeah. helped he like uh, he was part of the writing process for that yeah have you ever seen the documentary for south park where they talk about how he like they start on like monday yeah it's called every, six days to air yeah. yeah and they literally make the entire episode from in, start yes. to finish in six days that from, is incredible from conception conce- conception conception yeah. from conception to production yeah like they get in days. the room it's like okay what's this week's episode going to be about and yep. then they write it out they record everything they do all the animation everything in yep. six days that is incredible to me super impressive yeah um but it, it, apparently that's one reason that it has stayed on is because it costs so little to do very yeah um their studio is like super small. Like it's just like a little office building. Like yeah, it's like an office space. It's probably I don't know three three thousand square feet probably maybe maybe, yeah. maybe more than that. But like not not a ton. At least it's probably bigger now. I bet it's bigger now. Yeah, maybe. But because of the the time of this was years. I mean years ago <clears> when, that, when that documentary came out. It's probably six seven years ago. Yeah, I forgot that I actually had. I found it on sale one time at, on iTunes. It was like ninety nine cents. So oh really? Yeah, I bought it. It was yeah. I don't remember where I watched it. Probably just on TV yeah. or something like that. Yeah, it aired on Comedy Central. A oh, okay, times. I'm sure that's probably where I watched it. Yeah, there. very funny though. All right, who's your dead? Um, I don't know if maybe we could be friends. So maybe, mostly this is probably me just kind of wishing. Mm-hmm. Um, but George Carlin. Oh, okay. Yeah, very. I mean, obviously one of the most legendary comedians, if not like if not everyone's number one. It's either like George Carlin or right. uh, um, oh come on. Richard Pryor. Yeah, it's oh, like right. those two are like, you know, the top top of the list. On a side note, I don't think I can get along with Richard Pryor. Not because of anything except for I don't think he would like me. Right. Oh, that's not that's that's why I'm almost hesitant to say like, you know, Some people, George Carlin yeah. because yeah. I don't know if he'd like me or not. You know, I think I mean? maybe so. Maybe so. I mean, but just I don't really even know if there's if I should even give a reason because I feel like they're obvious. He's yeah, the yeah. legendary little legend of comedy. So yeah, George Carlin, for sure. Um I think, of course, I think everyone could, but I think I'd get along with Stanley. Stanley, oh yeah. I mean that, that once again, that one's pretty obvious as to why. Right now, mind you, I'm not as big of a comic book fan specifically, but I'm an MCU fan. Yeah, I am show. a fan, and and I became more of a fan obviously when all the movies and stuff came out because yeah. I wasn't so much before. But uh, I, I think that. Regardless of what me being a fan of his or whatever, I actually think I'd be able to get along with him more because I'm not right as huge of a fan as like some people might be. Because to him, he's just a cool. He just seems like a cool guy to be around. Yeah. When some people would like fanboy or fangirl right, or whatever yeah, out, saying, yeah. 
And so Can I, I have your autograph. Yeah, I, I mean, I would have tried to have gotten it probably, or right. at least a photo, but um, or maybe. I mean, I don't know. Depends on the situation. But at the same time, he just—they've talked about how fun he was as a person and always oh, yeah. happy and everything. So, well, I mean, all those cameos he did—they were so legendary. All of them. I loved them. All of them. Somebody did a video once when Excelsior. he died. They went every time. <clears throat> so when he when he did pass. Some if you get on YouTube, you can see it'll it'll play every cameo back to back to back to back, and then like you can yeah. just watch every single one of them. That's really cool. And it'll it'll before it'll show what movie it was from. And all right, that. that's cool. So it was really awesome because he was in all of them except. Let's see, because he was in he was even in the uh, the Spider Mans, even though they didn't Marvel didn't own them or Disney didn't own them. I mean, technically, because they were Stanley's work, you know, right? Right. Still be in it. But see, X Men. He wasn't in those. Yeah, uh, he didn't. He never had like a part in X Men because I think those were they were owned by Fox or whatever it was. Is X Men Fox or is it Sony? I'm pretty sure it's Fox if I remember if I remember correctly. Who? Own, okay, so Sony I think owns Spider Man at this point. Sony owns Spider Man. Yeah, because I know they. I oh know yeah, they that's right. The, the that's right. Game. That's right. So Sony owns Spider Man. Fox owned X Men. X Men and the Fantastic Four. They did. Which they can keep the Fantastic Four. Well, right? they, na- now Marvel has them all. Was, yeah. So, but see, this is the thing though: is Fantastic Four blended with a lot of what was happening with the Marvel universe as we've seen it so far, right? Um, previously, like in the comics, apparently. So, like their story would have gotten a whole lot better, but the problem was is they couldn't blend blend with anything appropriately, so they had to try to make standalone. That's the that's been the problem with a lot of the stuff that came out with like the X Men and all this stuff is they weren't able to split off and do a lot of the stuff that happened in the comics and make it better. Right. Like, because I mean, if you just tried to keep making like Iron Man movies and and Thor movies and all that stuff without ever branching out and putting them in every other's everybody else's movies, right? And making super the, boring. It would have been boring, Very and they never linear. would have gone any further, yeah. right? But like, and that was the problem with a lot of the X Men stuff. They had to just keep trying to come up with new X Men, which there's tons, but you can only do so much, I think, before it just like, okay, another X Men that can, blah 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 blah. I right. mean, you know, oh, you yeah. can only tell that story so many times, for sure. Yeah. And so I think that I think that was part of the problem. Um. Anyway, yeah. So Stanley, I think there Stanley. You go. That's a good one. I agree. <laughs> Um, that's why I chose it <laughs> yeah Adam weren't you listening <laughs> <laughs> okay moving on to song lyrics as poems or whatever name we had I still haven't come up with one for that yet poem songs or what was it there was a, there was a not a sonnet that's not a, a sonnet yeah, pretty good well there was what did AJ say AJ said a good one too oh shit uh, AJ said, let me see if I wrote it down. I don't even know if I wrote it down. Tone Def Jam? That's a pretty good one, too. Tone Jeff Dam? I like. Jeff Dam? <laughs> Tone Jeff Dam. Tone Jeff Dam. Tone um, Jeff Dam. Tone Def Jam. Tone Def Jam. I don't know. That's a hard we'll, to uh, say for me. Yeah. And we'll, and, and we're gonna, we're gonna take some input from you guys. Um, so if you guys have any suggestions of what we should call the... Um, the segment where we use the song lyrics as poems. Please send it to our Instagram. If you have our number, text it to us, all that kind of stuff, because we'd like to know. I think we'd like to figure out what what would be the best there. Mm -hmm. Um, We're struggling to come up with a really good name, and I'd like to get your input. Um, Okay. So, Adam, do you have a song that you will read as a poem? Okay. I'm ready. 
Yeah. I pulled into Nazareth. Was feeling about half past dead. I just needed some place where I could lay my head. Hey, mister, can you tell me where a man might find a bed? He just grinned and shook my hand, and no was all he said. Take a load off, Fanny. Take a load for free. Take a load off, Fanny. And put the load right on me. (laughs) 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 Real so dirty that sounded. It slowed down like Yeah, yeah. Oh, oh man, that was uh, <clears throat> that line. That was good. That's a that's a powerful line. Yes, it is. <laughs> I could keep going, but probably just best to leave it there. Ben, do you have a song lyric? You can read as a poem. I do. <clears throat> yeah. You are my fire. The one desire. Believe when I say that I want it that way. But we are two worlds apart. Can't reach to your heart when you say that I want it that way. Tell me why. Ain't nothing but a heartache. Tell me why. Ain't nothing but a mistake. Tell me why I never want to hear you say I want it that way. Brilliant. <laughs> that was good. I literally, I was, it was so close to being like, tell me why ain't yeah, nothing <laughs> Tell me why ain't nothing That song is so hard to not sing along to. There, there's stuff, yeah, that's the thing, man. Like, me and Trey used to actually really like it a lot. Right. And then, like, I stopped listening to it, and then I went back to it, and I was like, man, their music's actually not bad. It's really not. It's just, the t- like, the way that they produced it. Yes. With all the extra stuff involved. Yes. Is is part of the the stuff that made it not as good. Yes. It was the presentation, so so to speak. Right. Yeah. yeah. The presentation, not the content. Yeah. Uh, I mean, the, as far as pop goes, it's still, I mean, still pretty significant. It's you know. Yeah. I mean, no, I, they're they're definitely up there. They're like, I mean, I think because I I used to not take them so seriously. I was like, oh, it's just a boy band. But like, they're respected. They're you know they're I, I respect them now. I mean, they're. They're definitely, they have their kind of own genre yeah. for sure, but they're actually really huge. So I was listening to an interview. So loved, was, um, Everybody loves them. Gosh, I think it was Burt Cast. He interviewed AJ McLean. Oh, okay. I think it was AJ McLean, whatever his name is. McLean, McLean. McLean yeah, whatever it is. And uh, he, they, they were on tour in South America when the pandemic hit. Like oh, they're wow. apparently huge everywhere but the U.S. still. Really? I mean, yeah. I'd still, I'd say they're still huge in the U.S. Just probably they're not here touring and stuff like that. Though. Right. That's what they're I'm not. Saying. They're not huge legitimately. They're like they're classic now. Or yeah, whatever yeah. you can. They're say classic that. pop. Yeah. Nineties <laughs> and early thirties. Classic though. pop. Never yeah. thought I would hear that. Yeah, I don't think it's a real thing. But <laughs> we're we're coining it here. Classic pop. Classic pop. Here, old classic pop. Daddy died. What two? You have a really good, terrible radio oh, yeah, voice. It's like, like, a, a ter- like, like, a, like some people have a good just vibrato. Uh, what is it called? Uh, not vibrato. I can't think of it. <clears throat> soprano? 
Well, no. <laughs> uh, anyway, they have a good. They have a good like a like an baritone. Well, I'm not trying to specifically say oh, that okay. like the, the 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 range. I'm just saying they have like a good um, voice for radio in general. Right. Um, like a Morgan Freeman esque voice, you know, that's just like comforting, <sighs> right? Yeah. But then, but then some people like there's those people that have like a terrible voice, but right. you also like that's kind. You don't want to hear like you don't be driving down the road and hear a voice that puts you to sleep, you know? Like <laughs> yeah. you know, like oh yeah, that's such a good voice, you know? Right. Him and um, Stephen Fry, that guy too from the Stephen U- Fry, yeah, from England. He's got like a real um, calming voice, like he could put you to sleep for sure. He played Sherlock's brother in the second one in the Game oh, of Shadows. Oh, yeah, I know, I know you're talking about. Yeah. yeah, yeah, I'd agree with that. He does have a great voice. Yeah. All right. Up next, bring out your dead. Bring out your dead. Do you happen to have any? Before I might mention one. Um. Do you have any deads you would like to bring out? <laughs> <I'm> sorry. <laughs> Not really. I mean. You know, thankfully, like all the people that I, I mean, well, not all of them, but you know, the, the people that I really care about uh, that, that could go are still here. Like, you know, Betty White, you know what I mean? Like those kind right. of, um, so no, I really don't. So you're, any... you're just, you're just waiting for Betty to kick it so you can. I just feel like, I, you know, I don't want it to happen. She's going to live forever. It's just going to, it's, it's bound to happen at some point, yeah. you know? So if, if, if 2020 goes the way it looks like it's going, I mean, that might, it might as well. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. I mean, and in, in, since the last episode, there's not been anybody else passed, so I'm just going to choose another one. Right. That it, it's been a little bit. Um, I don't know if you know this, but the president has been shot. He was in his motorcade in Dallas, Texas, uh, driving through Dealey Plaza, and there was—they're actually not sure if it was a a solo attempt or a solo success. I mean, it was success, successful, so mm. uh, I don't know if it was solo or there were some people over on a little hill of sorts, um, but John F. Kennedy has been killed. Oh, man. I hate to break it to Oof. you. Um, it's really going to bring he this was, year down. He was giving a lot of people hope. It seems as though now um, the vice president is going to lead the charge and continue the war. Ooh. Um yeah, so J. I mean, you know, JFK. He's he's a he was a good guy, and he was trying to better the country. He was actually gonna first Catholic that was president too. I didn't know that. Yeah, he was actually going to try to um, think take apart the CIA. He was he was gonna have the CIA be done. Oh, that's um, hmm. which is a little a little questionable. But yeah, uh, he mysterious was, set of circumstances there. Yeah, he that was something he had he had said that he was planning on doing. He said there was no need for it anymore. We didn't need a spy agency, right? Um, we would we would do things via the Secret Service or the FBI, and the CIA was not supposed to be part of that. Wow. Um, but anyway, so I'm sad to say and to let you guys know, you heard it here, folks. <laughs> first, John F. Kennedy has been assassinated. <laughs> Hashtag first. Hashtag. JFK. <laughs> Hashtag JFKJK. It's bad because it's like... I'm sorry. I'm not trying to make fun of a dead person. That's no, but, it, but, it, but it's, it really sucks because like... I mean, cause you kind of feel bad because we want someone for our little segment here. 
but at the same time, you don't want anyone to die. So it's, yeah, a, yeah, it's really like, hard yeah, balance. You're not hoping like, people die. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, I just thought we should pay tribute to the man, the myth, and the legend, mm. John F. Kennedy. And uh, I'm not sure if you know this, but in a short time uh, after, um, his brother was also killed in a kitchen. Wow. Uh, not his own. It was in a hotel somewhere. I think yep. it was Florida. <clears throat> All right. Well, now that we have paid tribute to someone uh, rather famous. Yes. Sort of, anyway. I mean, not everybody knows him. <laughs> uh, some people do. Some people do. Um, short presidency. <laughs> uh, oh, and they caught the guy that they that supposedly did it. That was fast. Um. It actually was. It was actually very, they caught him very short time after. Uh, he decided to go catch a movie and leave his gun and all of the shell casings with his fingerprints on them at the scene. <laughs> okay, this guy so, doesn't sound very smart, first of all. Well, I mean, at this point, like, it's just, it, all this was, like, they're, they're going to wrap it up real quick. And lo- they're going to, you know, tie up all the loose ends. Like, it, like they're so good at investigating, they knew... Like that, they they just knew it was him immediately. Like wow. Like I said, he left all of his shell casings there with his fingerprints and his gun at the scene. Yeah. Um. He had you know taken a photo earlier that day that proved he was going to kill the president. And there's no possible way for your head. Um. Like I don't know if you know this, but when you shoot someone in the back of the head, like over the right shoulder, their head flies back to their back to their left shoulder. I did not know that. Yeah, that's that's scientifically proven. That seems wrong. Yeah. So like when you when you shoot someone in the back right of their head, yeah. the back left part explodes huh. uh, and flies backwards. And then the person in the front seat gets shot as well. Huh. Yeah. And that doesn't sound right, but I don't know enough about bullet logistics to, you know, disprove that. So I'm just going by what the uh, <laughs> in case you don't know, this all happened. They caught the guy and they've set up a museum on the floor. <laughs> Again, wow! It's very, very quick, fast. very very fast. Jeez, a uh, museum on the floor where he shot from. Uh, I went through it. Wow, it's all already been, very quick. It's all very quick. Man, uh, <laughs> uh, moving on. <clears throat> yeah, if you're still listening. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, all right, moving on to Leisure Fire. <laughs> pew, 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 pew. Okay, we're going to list favorite concerts that we've attended. Mm, okay. Now, when I say concerts, I don't mean Warp Tour. I mean specific artists. Yeah. Now, if it was a concert that you want to name that had like four artists right. that were at that one thing, or if it was a festival and you saw an artist, okay. either That's way, fair. E- either thing is, is appropriate here. Okay. So, um... I will start it off okay. and say that uh, the Foo Fighters is one nice. of the best shows. Saw them in 2015 at the Hangout Festival. Nice. Very, very good. Okay. Like right before uh, Dave fell off and broke his leg. It was like... Really? It was like a month and a half before that. Yeah. And actually, on the other podcast, we interview one of the techs that was with them, wh- oh. who's an audio guy with them, wh- when he fell off the stage. Wow, that's cool. Anyway. Nice. I'm going to save the best concert I've ever been to for last. Okay. So I'll just kind of start. 
Um, I would say the first time I saw Emory at Warp Tour in mm-hmm. Atlanta. So Emory. It was the one. It was inside the uh, amphitheater. There, in the right? amphitheater. Yeah. See, me and Trey watched it too, but we weren't huge Emory fans at yes. the time. We were later. Yes. But we saw that show. and We're like, dang, that was really good. Yep. Um, Emory, that's a good one. Um, Rise Against. Nice. Rise Against is a very good live. Okay. Um, although I've been here about a dozen times at least to see this one band, um, the Avett Brothers at mm-hmm. the Tuscaloosa Amphitheater. And, you know, we went and saw them on your bachelor party weekend. We did. And uh, where were we? South Carolina. South Carolina. Yeah. And that was a great show. Fantastic show. show. Yes. And I and I'm not that I dislike them. I've just never been as big of a fan of you. But I loved it. I mean, I had a great time. That was was a good show. The the music they put out, like it, it does not compare to their just the energy and the the feel of Mm -hmm. of their live performance. So yes, there's a lot of of artists like that. Yes. Uh, I'm gonna say some 41. Probably. Very top five bands nice. I've seen. So I've seen them a few times now. So I'm at Warp Tour, yeah. and I've seen them twice live in just like little venues. Okay. The most recent time was a year and not quite a half ago here in Nashville at the Basement East, and it was fantastic. Hmm, that's awesome. So I'm friends with their audio guy on Facebook, and they were in, gosh, I want to say France back in January, February. Uh-huh. 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 And uh, there was a bombing that happened outside the venue yeah. when they were supposed to perform that day. Man, this show's the bomb. Oh, my God. <laughs> Wait, what am I thinking of? No, that was 9-11. Uh, <laughs> no, I'm sorry. I'm going to cut that out. I'm going to cut no, that out. it's good. <laughs> um, anyway, so there was a bombing outside the the venue. And I'd seen it on the, like, an alert popped up on my phone with HuffPost or whoever it was. And then I see him post something like, we're all safe. We got away. Like, nobody was really there yet. Um, I don't even think anyone had been killed. I think there was just a bunch of people injured. Oh, wow. That kind of thing. That's crazy. Yeah, it, it was really insane hmm. to see. But anyway, some 41. Okay. Uh, I'm going to go ahead and go with, uh, I've seen him a couple times, but Old Crow Medicine Show at, oh, the, yeah. at the Alabama Theater. Old Crow. Because I also got to see, it was kind of a surprise, because uh, I never paid attention to like the opening acts. I just always went for Old Crow. Uh, so I've seen by accident like the Lumineers. Oh yeah, I've seen the Lumineers. Um, they they perform with Brian and them a bunch of times. Yep, uh, the Felice Brothers. I got to see them accident. They're 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 pretty good. Uh, and the Carolina Chocolate Drops. I met one of those guys, really? with Brian, and he lives here in Nashville. One yep. time when I was living with Brian, it was before I went on the Illusion store. I was he was like, "Hey man, I'm about to go to this like get together. You want to go?" And I was like, "Yeah, sure." So I got ready, went with him. It was the one of the main guys from uh, Carolina or the. Uh, Carolina chocolate chocolate drops. Chocolate right? drops. Yeah. yeah, sorry, I can't say it. It's uh and it was his birthday. Huh. And I met him. We went over to his house and just like there was a party going on. And That's I just awesome. party with all these like that level of musicians, like, you know, kind of that tier. It was a That's cool. Them. It was really cool actually. Um but uh so with Old Crow, I've seen them a few times from backstage. And actually I forgot to mention this, Avit too. Very first festival I ever worked, Avit Brothers performed there. That's awesome. Um but as far as Old Crow... My favorite. Yeah. Old Crow, I met them... Or I didn't meet them. I didn't meet them. But I worked festivals where they've been there like a couple times. But uh, they, they do a nice... They do a nice show. Yeah. It's real relaxing, that bluegrass, you know. They can get it. They can get you up and dancing, though. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Watch sure. out. For It'll real. happen. Um, let me see here. Jimmy Eat World. Jimmy Eat World is probably right up there with all the good good shows I've seen. Okay. Okay. Very, very good. Okay. 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 Um, Maylene and the Sons of Disaster. I never did in see the, them live. In, I thought you did. 
Was it at Warped Tour? It was at Warped Tour in the same place that Emery performed. And I, this maybe will jog your memory. The bass player had a wireless controller pack on his bass and came off of the stage and literally came and sat down right in front of Trey. I do remember that. You remember I that? I didn't remember that that was Maylene. That was Maylene. Oh, okay. Yep. Cool. So, yeah, Maylene cool. and Sons of Disaster. Oh, man. Yeah, I do remember that now. Dude, I don't remember the show, though. Have you heard about what happened to Dallas, by the way? No. A couple years ago, Dallas Taylor, their front man, mm-hmm. was in that. this like horrific um, <clears throat> four-wheeler accident. Oh, wow. Had his like skull crushed in, like broke some of his legs. like Some of his some, legs? Both of his legs. <laughs> some of the bones in his legs. I'm sorry. Like, <laughs> he has seven legs. Like, like three of them got broken. He <laughs> was, was an octopus. <laughs> <laughs> shattered, you know, like most of like the bones in his right, leg, right. like shattered some of his ribs and stuff like that. Like... Almost killed him. The dude was like barely alive. He'll probably never. Uh, one of his eyeballs like sunk uh. like you know, like the eye socket like ruptured or Dang. whatever. I mean, it was like a horrific crash. Almost died. Um, probably still recovering. I don't know if he'll ever be able to walk again. Dang. And he probably won't ever be able to sing again. So we yeah we got to see him before. That's sad. Very sad. I I mean I remember seeing tough. him when he because he was with Under Oath first Under Oath, right yeah. And when the one Under Oath performed, not that year, but I think it was the year before that maybe. I saw them. See, I've never seen Under Oath without Spencer Chamberlain. I've, oh, I've maybe, always... maybe I haven't then. Okay, because they because was... I'd, I'd not seen them before. No, that's not right. I never did see them that way. Never but yeah, because as I say, because Spencer took over before they came out with uh, their only Chasing Safety album. I don't know. And that was probably the, the album. Yeah, but... that was the, probably the first time. Now, that... didn't something from Under Oath spawn off to make the uh, the almost <clears throat> just the drummer? The drummer. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, it was Aaron. I did get to see the almost. Yeah. Aaron, G- Aaron Gillespie. 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 What, how are you pronouncing it? Yeah. yeah, yeah. Okay. Um, okay. So yeah, Maylene. Um, story of the year. Ooh, I bet they were good. So the first year me and Trey went to Warp Tour, it was with our cousin Jeremy and his, at the time, brother-in-law. Um, we ended up going to... It was in Atlanta, but we ended up getting down in the pit, me and Trey. Oh, wow. Like, working our way down, working our way down. We get down there, and then we realize... Once, like, because we went there that day, not see, story of the year was supposed to start like the next day or two days later, but a band had to leave the tour early, so they started early, but they didn't let anybody know. You just get there and you see it up on the wall, and we're like, oh my god. So we made our way down. We were like three feet from the guardrail there on the front and got to see story of the year, Fallout Boy, like a couple other ones that we wanted to see. That's awesome. Mm, Excuse me, wanted to see. And, uh, man. Story of the Year puts on an amazing show, tossing the guitars, doing flips, oh, I bet. all the stuff. And it yeah. was, I mean, especially at that time, we were like, oh my gosh, because this, because this time frame is to until the day I die, and oh, it, yeah. it, it was, it was that, it was not till much later that the next album came out. Like this is the the realm of until the day I die and all that right. stuff. So it was, it was very nice. Good. Well, uh, right after I started dating my current girlfriend, we went and saw. She took me to see Steven Tyler. Oh, nice! Right over here in Nashville. Oh, that's cool. I've yeah. never seen anything from Steve Fly. Although, one of the Great guys, show. A guy that I've Fantastic. W- worked with a bunch of times when I was out with Sticks and REO, that guy uh, was Steven Tyler's like right-hand man for like 15 years. That's awesome. Um, he's told me some crazy stories. I bet. The <laughs> other song from uh, uh, from Story of the Year, by the way, was Anthem of Our Dying. Yeah, Day. Anthem, of course. Uh, from so, that, from so that particular emo. album. Yeah. Page Avenue. Page that's Avenue, yeah. It's a good album. Um, let's see. Let me see what would be our next one. Um, let's see. Next one would have to be the the show where I went and saw MXPX, Stretch Armstrong, Good Charlotte, Newfound Glory. Nice. That was the first like legit concert. That, that was I like went in to. Birmingham. You and like Trey went to or something. Yeah, right? me and Trey, uh, Mike 
Trey's roommate was actually there at the show. We just didn't. Oh know each yeah, other I think uh, you'll tell me the story. Um, before. The Mays brothers were there. Kale, Matt Chandler, I think James. Wow, all those, that all those group. guys, like everybody was there. It was so cool. Nice. Um, so we saw MXBX Stretch Armstrong, which at the time I'd never heard of Stretch Armstrong. Uh, uh, Stretch Armstrong, <laughs> but and then Good Charlotte New Fun Glory, my favorites at the time. Right. And recently, back in the first of February, I did a festival out in uh, California. And the girl that was the runner, the one that runs uh, the, you know, picks people up from the airport, right. runs and gets all the, you know, bus stock and stuff like that. Uh, her husband was the bass player for Stretch Armstrong. Wow. We were talking about different things, and she said she mentioned her husband was in the band in a band years ago, and I just I was just like, which one? I'm just curious. She's like, yeah, you probably never heard him. It's called Stretch Armstrong. And I was like, I've seen them. Yeah, I've seen them. I saw them. It was like my first concert. And she's right. like, well, that makes me feel fucking old. But, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but like, anyway. That's funny. Yeah. Um, I guess my next one will be here in Nashville, actually, at the Rocket Town. Um, Chris Brown and I saw As Cities Burn, As Ooh, Cities Burn, right. and Emery that, that one night. That's so, a good one. Yeah. It's like As Cities Burn got back together with like their original members, too. Right. So, yeah. Man. Um, I mean, I could say Emory, like, because I've seen them, but I'm not going to repeat <clears throat> right. um, ones that you. Do. And and this is also not counting the ones that I have worked worked at. Also, because yeah. I I mean, just as a side note, Sticks, Ario Speedwagon, and Leonard Skinner have all done. I mean, I've always thought they did really good shows. Yeah. Um, and then also Don Felder, but he was kind of an opener. Um, I will say that I I've gotten to see a few people. Let's see. Oh. Um. Uh, Elton John. Oh, yeah. I got to go see him when he was here. My buddy works for him. So. Oh man, I'm so jelly. That was that was a great show. I'm sure it had to have been probably one of the best shows ever. Wasn't one That's of the best, incredible. But it was a fantastic show. I'm just saying the way Elton presents. Yeah, he played like, literally everything that you would. And and there were songs come up. I was like, oh, I guess I never really realized this was Elton John. Right. Like like they just play something like, oh, okay. Yeah, that was really cool. Awesome. Um, got to see the Killers uh, Ooh, at a yeah. festival. Um, nice. Oh, was it the Forecastle Festival in uh, in Kentucky? Oh, that's cool. Yeah, saw him up there. So that was a great show. I bet that one was. Yeah, yeah they, they did a cover of um, Tom Petty. They did um, American Girl. Yeah. Oh, cool. They covered that really good. Ooh, uh, let's see. Who can I go for next? There's so many. Uh, Queen with Adam Lambert was really good. Oh, you got to see that? And me and Trey went, uh, yeah, back in 2017 here in Nashville. Saw him at Bridgestone. That's awesome. It was real good. Yeah. A lot of mine overlap because it's like I've seen I've seen like the Avett Brothers like certain places like yeah I went to Pittsburgh to see Avett Brothers and Old Crow Medicine Show right. like play together because that was the that was the closest and the first time I'd ever seen them booked on the same ticket yeah and they were like my two favorite bands at that time so I was like I'm going to Pittsburgh to see them so but you but you haven't said another band yet okay um, man who all I've seen I've seen think of some of the ones from like yeah I'm trying to think of just like some of the more obscure like. That I, that I couldn't remember really going to. Um, there's just been so many over the years. Yeah, yeah it's I mean, like, you go to so many shows. Yeah. It's like, uh, oh, okay. Um, I saw. What is their name? Dang it! I have to think of their name. They're pretty. They're like a what kind of a current rock band from the UK. What songs do they do? Let me. We can get this Mumford? shit out. No, not Mumford. That would be. A, I would love I've to see Mumford. Mumford. What? It's one of, the, one of the festivals I've worked. If you, I've seen, I've seen so many good bands just because of my job, like all the festivals we do. Like, so I'll go ahead and say my next one, uh, Gary Clark Jr. 
the blues oh, guy. Oh, nice. We did a blues festival in Holland with him wow. last year. That was awesome. Yeah, he did that really awesome cover of um, Come Together by the Beatles. Yes, so good. Yeah. Yeah, I could say Disciple. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, we saw Disciple a few times. Oh, got it. Yeah. Small town churches and yeah, I mean we, me and Trey and them played a couple songs before. I remember the shows, that. Yeah, yeah, at the underground. Yeah. Um. Okay. Then I'll say Tenacious D. Tenacious D. That nice. Was a good one. I bet that would would be a good one to go see. You know, it's funny because I've seen a lot of people that I didn't necessarily, I never would have went to see before. Right. Like, but I'm glad that I saw them. Um. Such as like, the Roots. Uh, Ludacris, okay, Snoop Dogg. All right, yeah, these that, are all things that I've worked though. Right. Like I didn't just go to see them. That reminds me, I did go see the Roots. Um, oh, you did in Birmingham actually. They played a free show at Railroad Park. Oh, okay, cool. Yeah, um, yeah, like Drive By Truckers, Jason Isbell, uh, John Paul White, um, St. Paul and the Broken Ball. Like, there's so many that I've gotten to see just because of work that it's been fantastic. Like uh, Stone Temple Pilots nice. with their new singer. Uh, obviously, let's see. Um, dang, who else? I mean, so many. Got to see the heavy, and I did go. I did get to see uh, Nelly at the Forecastle oh, Festival. That's awesome. Yeah, <laughs> it was pretty funny. I uh, got to see Robert Plant. Oh, that's that's awesome. That was awesome. Like I said, these are just from work. Um, all a ton of just really cool metal bands. Like you, like I wouldn't normally go buy a ticket to go see some metal, right? Right. But like Anthrax and Slayer and Black Label Society and Tool. Right. I mean, like, okay, now Tool that would be a freaking good concert. Got to, to see go them to in France band. last year. That was really cool. That's awesome. But like, there's just so many really cool bands that I never would have chosen to go see specifically, and even all these classic rock bands that's open for us, like Aliens Junior and Thirty Eight Special and Blackfoot and you know, like uh, Kid Rock. Kid uh, Rock. Charlie, <laughs> I did get to see Charlie Daniels' band. He opened oh, for okay. Uh, have we named him, by the way, in the Bring Out Your Dead? We have. Okay. But, like, yeah, just, like, all these really cool... I mean, those aren't shows that I've attended, so that's why I didn't mention them before, necessarily. Mm-hmm. Um, but those are shows that I've gotten to see from backstage or side stage or, you know, whatever. And sometimes I step out front. Right. But... But, you know, it's just one of those things, like, sometimes you get to see some... Oh, I got to see Collective Soul. Forgot about them. Oh, that's cool. That was a cool one. Hmm. Well, I can't think of the name of this other band, so I guess I'll just... Well, the one I was saving for last. Um, the best concert, hands down, I've ever been to. I, would have, I wasn't even close to the stage. I was in the grass, like the little <laughs> stadium grass, right. the, the, kind of behind the, the amphitheater there. Um, but I got to see Rush in Atlanta. That's awesome. Yeah, That's before, so cool. before Neil Peart you know, passed and it was like, it was their R40 tour. It was like the last tour they went right. on, um, you know, before they kind of, you know, stopped touring. So yes, uh, rush. That's a great one. Once in a lifetime. And Such I'm so glad. One. Yeah. I mean, my, my buddy JD, it's kind of a funny story actually. Cause, um, a guy I worked with JD, um, <clears throat> there was this contest going on at the time where we, where we both worked and it was like, whoever got the most sales got these tickets. Mm-hmm. And that, that was, that was a usual contest because it was, it was like the, the Verizon amphitheater, you know what I mean? So, um, they they just were able to give tickets out, and so he had worked like so hard that month to get his numbers up and to get these sales, and he he came in second place to be able to get these tickets right uh, for free, and so we were kind of upset. We we're like, man, like we didn't get the tickets, you know. So we we found out who got the tickets, who actually who was number one, who won the tournament, right. who won the contest. He was in a different store or whatever. But we called him, and it was it was this Hispanic guy, 
whatever. And so we were like, Hey man, like, you know, we're from the, this store here. Like we know you won those tickets, like congratulations and all that. Like, do you plan on going to this concert? And he was like, no, I have no idea who Rush is. Oh my gosh. So we were like, can we get them from you? Like purchase them? He was like, yeah, sure. No big deal. So we drove from the store like that day to the other store. And how far away was it? It was maybe like, it was half an hour. Oh, okay. That's nothing. Yeah, nothing. Yeah, maybe forty-five minutes with traffic. So we yeah, we got the tickets that day, and, and the the concert was like the next day. So we drove. Yeah, it that's was awesome. awesome. So yeah, rush. The best. Well, that's a that's a good one to end on. I mean, like like I said, there's been a ton of people I've I've been I've had the privilege of being able to see just because I'm working. Right. But um, I mean, I've honestly in recent years I haven't paid to go see many concerts. Right. Like. I'll buy tickets to some of my favorites. And actually, I bought tick I was this year I, was, I bought tickets to see three shows. Mm-hmm. One was Foo Fighters. They were going to be in Knoxville. I was going to make a weekend out of it. It was going to be back in April. Uh, a next one was going to be Taylor uh, I'm sorry, uh, The Pretty Reckless, which is <laughs> I Taylor, say Taylor Swift. I was like, no, no, come no, on, man. Taylor Momsen, but oh, okay, like yeah. which is the lead singer, the girl, but um The Pretty Reckless, they're pretty awesome. Right. And then and Pretty Reckless. And that was terrible. And then uh, Newfound Glory. They had like a little show in, um, like, it's going to be an album release type thing uh, down in Basement East. Nice. But then the tornado happened and pandemic. So, pandemic. Yeah. Well, I, I, you know, I did get to see um, Old Crow here at the Ryman uh, this past um, New Year's Eve with, oh, nice. with Lizzo being the. Oh, uh, wow. Yeah. I don't know if you, do you know who Lizzo is? Not Lizzo. Dang it, Adam. Not Lizzo, you idiot. I just look at you. I know that would that would be really cool, but it's not Lizzo. What's her freaking name? Yola. Yola is her name. I don't know who that is. Yeah, Yola. She is incredible. She's from the UK, um, and she she kind of I mean she looks like you know Lizzo. She's like a, a bigger black girl, you know, kind of right. like thicker. Um, but her voice is incredible. She does she does a cover of Goodbye Yellow Brick Road by Elton John. Okay, fan freaking tastic. So That's, yeah, you got to okay. check that out. But. Yeah, we'll so that that's one. Uh, my my girlfriend took me that. It kind of as a surprise, uh, she took me to there. Uh, Ooh, I want to name I want to name two that I've gotten to run lights for. Yola, and it's the not only. Lizzo. Yeah, Yola, <laughs> not Lizzo. Uh, I want to name two that I've gotten to run lights for, but I haven't ever. Um, I haven't seen them outside of that. Like I, it was the only show that I saw of them was me. Well, that's not true. One of them, yes, one of them. But basically, it's all been for work. One was Sublime with oh. Rome, like the new yeah. because the old guy passed away years ago. Yeah, and the other one was Cheap Trick. Cheap Trick. I got to run lights for Cheap Trick. That's awesome. That was really cool. We did a private show. They opened for Skinner back in uh, I don't know. It was around September-ish, October, September, in um, in twenty seventeen. No, hmm. I'm sorry, twenty eighteen. And uh, it was a it was like a private show in the on right next to Lake Minnetonka up in Minnesota. That's awesome. And. Um, yeah, and like it, we, it was a terrible week. Oh my gosh, it was so bad. Just like took us days to load in because of the the conditions and out. Like it usually takes us two hours to load out. It, it I, I, this, I was watching the sun come up as we were finishing. It was, <laughs> wow. it was eight a.m. and we'd started. Like it literally took us like ten hours to load out. And um, but anyway, and so it was it was quite the weekend. But I got to run lights for them and make some money. And I mean, cheap. I'd seen cheap cheap, cheap trick before just because they they'd open for Skinner a few other times, but. Um, but then like people like ZZ Top, you know, That's some cool. of those that have gotten, like, like I said, because of my job, I've just been lucky enough to be able to see some of them. So. It's a pretty sweet job. Pretty sweet gig. Yeah. There's been some, like I said, been some really cool stuff. Um, there has been, <laughs> there's been a couple bands that I'd love to see that I, I had the opportunity to see a couple of them. Um, 
at festivals and didn't realize they were even there until like the day after. Uh, Rammstein. Oh, nice. Was at a festival that I was at. Now, I was actually, I, I probably wouldn't have gotten to see them anyway because I was working at the time. Like during when they would have been on, I was in the midst of working. But thinking back, it's it's possible I would have been able to like do that stuff earlier or maybe a little later or have somebody cover me or something for a second. But for the most part, like it was, you know. Uh, but yeah, all right. Well, I believe that's the episode. Um, I think uh, I think we had some some cool things in this one. We laughed. We, we laughed. cried. We cried. We, we uh, paused. Yep. We had a bunch of dead air that you guys are not going to hear because I cut it out. May have offended some people. Maybe. Hypersensitive. Lack the lack of sensitive. I don't yeah. know what that word would be. It's been a good time. Yeah. I mean, we basically. It's just a roller coaster of emotions every episode. Yeah. <laughs> uh, it's a roller coaster of emotion. What is it? Uh, I'm in a glass case of emotion. Yep. <laughs> Baxter. Batman, panic, Baxter. <laughs> so good. Oh, anyway. All right, guys. Like I said, that's the end. So, that's all, folks. Oh, man. Should I do a different one? No, that was good. That was good. Okay.